Hello and welcome back to The Rewind. I'm Josh and this is a podcast where I watch a bunch of movies and talk about them with my friends. Today's episode is about Halloween Ends. Joining me for the third time in this trilogy and I guess probably the final time because Halloween Ends and honestly, quite mercifully, it's uh, Adam and Kayla Lichtenstein. Guys, welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having us back. I mean, spooky season, spooky movies. We're back for another Halloween trilogy. Yeah, I mean, this is this. I guess the second franchise I've been uh, that 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 we have gotten to complete on the Rewinder second trilogy after you know the to all the boys I've loved before movies, and I think you know I think unfortunately you know like these uh, you know hard to make all three movies of a trilogy good, which you could say the same for those other ones too. And uh, we're gonna get into why uh, you know this one might have fallen short in some ways, but uh, Halloween Ends is the third of the Halloween reboot movies directed by David Gordon Green and co-written by him and. Uh, Danny McBride and a couple other dudes, uh, Paul Logan and Chris Bernier. This movie kind of picks up in Halloween 2019. So I guess a year after the events of 2018's Halloween and a 21-year-old named Corey Cunningham is babysitting a local boy whose parents have gone to a Halloween party. And uh, the boy just like, you know, is uh, just kind of a obnoxious little kid and is trying to kind of prank Corey. And uh, the boy kind of runs in, runs around upstairs and pulls a prank and causes Corey to run into an attic. And he gets really mad and is trying to knock his way out of the attic, kicks the door open and door hits the boy who falls over a railing three stories down to his death. And Corey becomes an outcast in Haddonfield because, you know, like, Hey, there's we had Michael Myers kill a bunch of babysitters. You just you were a babysitter that just killed a kid, and you know he has to live with all the shame of that. Then they pick up in uh, present day uh, Haddonfield, which you know is still I guess getting over the events of Halloween Kills. Though seems like Laurie Strode's in an okay place now. She is uh, writing a memoir, which I mean, who would really want to like you know spend time reading that? It seems kind of dark, but whatever. She's doing her thing, living with Allison, her granddaughter, who is now a nurse, and. Uh, they are, and then, uh, Corey, uh, who didn't end up having to take that manslaughter charge, but is obviously, uh, haven't, hasn't lived the best life is working at a salvage yard and, uh, gets picked on by high scores and, uh, Lori takes pity on him and is like, Hey, you got hurt. Go, go and, you know, go see my granddaughter at the hospital and maybe you guys will bond and they form a relationship, but, you know, things start going down a dark path with Corey and he gets, you know, he encounters Michael Myers and let's just say they have a grand old time. Uh, guys, uh, gosh, uh, I was, I had high hopes for this movie because if people recall last year, we talked about Halloween kills. I, none of us like that movie. And I thought like, well, they just had to kind of bridge it to get to the end. Like, yeah, they're going to put Laurie Strode just like in a hospital bed for the entire movie, but that's cause they're going to like break her out and have a, have, have her do big things in the next one. And, and we were mad because all the townspeople just did a bunch of stupid stuff. But it's like, hey, maybe they'll they won't do that for two straight movies. And I think there's less of that here. But you know, it's just I just kind of hope that they would figure it out. These are smart guys that have done a lot of other smart things before. And I don't know, Kayla, you just seemed really mad when we, just when we talked about it beforehand. You, you're just you were just very disappointed by this movie. Even it sounds like maybe even more so than me. What frustrated you the most about it? I mean, was it like me who's like, just had your expectations let down, or were there's a lot of other specific choices that made that really just bothered you. So it was just, it was bad. <laughs> it was just so bad. And it's not like I went into it having any expectations. I really didn't. But like with having no expectations, it was below that. It was just, <laughs> it, the plot I felt like was very disjointed. I felt like it wasn't very 
honest to, you know, way back to the seventies when this whole thing started, it didn't feel very honest to that. Uh, it just, it sucked. Adam, did you think there was a kernel of an idea of a good movie here? Because I actually think there was. Did you see a way in which this, hey, this could have worked? Um, I do. And I actually, I mean, I didn't really know what to expect coming in. Like like you said, like we didn't really like Halloween Kills. Um, but the opening scene of this movie was dope. I That's my my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. It uh, was pretty, pretty messed kill. up, but in an entertaining way, yeah. Yeah, no, it was great. Like, totally, you know, uh, subverted my expectations. Like, obviously, you expect Michael Myers to appear and, like, kill the kid or kill a babysitter and babysitter ends up killing the kid. Like that was a really good start to the movie. And then it just went downhill from there. Um, Fast. I, I think very quickly. Yeah. I, I do think there's like something to it. Like there's, there's, there's an idea there and I think they executed it really poorly. Um, And the other, the thing, the main problem I had with it in general was like, normally like you can suspend your disbelief for a movie you know, you can nitpick a few things here and there and whatever. But like this, was, there was just so many things that I just couldn't get past. So many little things like it kind of reminded me of the last Jurassic World movie where like the main problem in that movie is bugs. Well, the main problem in this movie is not Michael Myers and it's a Halloween movie. And it's like, don't you're overthinking it. Like, chill out. Oh, it's a Halloween movie related to the overthinking it. Right. So obviously like to prepare for this i was reading through the wikipedia page and it said that like quote green intended to give each film in the trilogy its own unique theme halloween ends being a love story excuse mm. me so okay Lo- i'll jump ahead Lo- to love point love I was my make, michael but... myers movie love stories well i i, Ex- I had a question excuse for you guys excuse me so I had a question for you guys about that, actually, and, I, and I'll, I'll back up to some other broader thoughts I have about the movie after I ask you this, because you're, you're a happily married couple now, and I am uh, a fairly chronically single person, and I'm just wondering, <laughs> do you think what I need to do to find love, since you guys are just more experts in that department than me, do I do I need to kill a kid and then just look sad all the time, and then will like a beautiful girl just like throw herself at me? Because that's, that's the lesson I learned in this movie. Are- are you willing to be bullied by high schoolers? Yeah, you got to get bullied by high schoolers. That's uh, I, I said, there. yeah, I have to make myself extra pathetic and sad. And then the, and then the girls will come. Is that by, what you're telling me? Yeah, by band geeks. Yeah. <laughs> that was okay. such a weird group of bullies, hey, too. Check it, check it with the band geeks, okay? That was such a weird group of bullies, too. It was like these girls that just like looked like, you know, like that, normal. Like, I think was there. And I hate to say it this way. We got to be diverse in our it, casting. It's their so diversity let's, hire. Let's let's let's, let's make let's was. make let's make the white jock guys who look like the typical douches in the movie just like hang out. With like what I think one of them was a person of color maybe, and then another one was like just like a, a band nerd looking girl. Like that's how that's that's the group of boys that hang out. Like it was very very strange. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, it's, it's like you that, were that, they were trying a little too hard. I'm not with that yeah no I, yeah you can find other uh ways to make your cast diverse you don't have to make like a distractingly weird group of boys and i and i but like the, the love story thing was really weird to me because like i didn't realize that they the filmmakers felt like that strongly about that i thought they just wanted to like find a shorthand way to get this guy more directly involved with the strode family um but like i uh, i got I, I was just like man these, I don't. I mean, these uh, movies are not love story movies they're not like well, that's so, but, not but, but, what but, this is about well i think as you say these movies are this and i kind of respect the fact that this movie was like um, we're going to do something different i don't think it's inherently bad that it michael failed. myers is not like a 
Well, sure, sure, sure. But like, I, I don't mind that they tried to like make somehow make Michael Myers like a supporting character in these movies. I thought it's like surprising and upends your expectations. And it's by doing by, and I think in doing so, they're like, hey, we're going to tell a story about like, you know, how how because all these movies just like they don't really take a second to breathe it's like all right michael's back and now we're off and it's like what if you actually took the time to like make a, a movie about like what what the effect of michael myers is on this town what the trauma the lasting trauma is and the reverberating effects of that and how that could lead to someone like Corey even existing i did and like I think that's that. Actually that that i i appreciated that i'm like okay I see what you're doing, but they, but but yeah, I, I saw what they were doing. I just thought the execution to get there was not very good and didn't make a right. ton of like sense in the micro. Right. And I think that was the biggest problem. It's like one, like you're you're, you're you have to you're putting the guy in this that that's your vehicle for this in this kind of love story that makes again no sense. Like that is like why 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 does this seemingly normal girl we've known for two movies just because her family's gone through trauma that doesn't mean it makes all the sense in the world for her to throw herself at this other guy just because he's gone through some kind of trauma. I think that really doesn't do that particular character any favors. And I like that actress. I, I think her name's Ali Michak Michak. I'm sorry, I'm messing up her Andy. name. I, I, Andy Michika, yeah, and like I, I liked, I liked her in the first couple of movies, and I liked that actress, and it was just like, man, I, it doesn't make any sense what they're having her do here, and it's like, all right, well, so like this guy's gonna like while he's having falling in love, like he's, it, 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 it just seemed like two separate, like have him like come under this influence of Michael and want to do all this stuff and give into these darker impulses, like I can kind of get behind that, but it's like it doesn't make any sense for this other girl to be like falling in love with him. At the same time, if in theory she should be a good she should be a good presence in his life that would like pull him away from that, and it's, it's instead it takes a lot of agency away from her and just like doesn't make any sense and is so distracting in the context of this larger thing they're trying to do. Yeah, and the timeline as well was really screwy. It's like they're like in love with each other within like a day and a half. Three like, days. What is this Titanic? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's hard to suspend your disbelief for like so many different like, things. All of a sudden, time. they've been on all these dates and have photo booth pictures and go to this Halloween party, but like, it's not Halloween yet. But like, you can have it the weekend before, but it's yeah, just so it's very like screwy. Yeah, they're taking the pictures at the first time where she just invites him on a date to this party, uh, even though like he clearly just like is like, I, I don't want to go, don't want to go. She's like, no, we're going on this date. It's going to be great. He's like, fine, I'll come. And then she's going to give him a jacket and a mask. And that's his thing. And they go and then he, he gets confronted by the, the dead kid's parents. And that just kind of sends him off and he leaves early. Real, and then he gets real vibe killer. Yeah. And it's, 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 I mean, it's also weird is that like this, this dead kid's parents, like, all of a sudden, like, are also like, wearing the same costumes of the night that their kid died. We noticed. Oh, I, oh, I didn't know. I, I actually that. didn't notice that. I was just oh, going to talk about. I the noticed fact that, like, that she was wearing the flapper costume, which was what she was wearing the night her kid died. But it seems like they're just like total deadbeats now that like do nothing. And like, I get it. Like, maybe like the the, the murder house is going to like take a bit of a hit on the uh, on the real estate market. But mm -hmm. at the same time, they just like let this massive three story house be abandoned and still leave the blood spot there. And they seemingly don't have any kind of life anymore. And they just hang out at bars. But yeah, they can just walk up in the house. Like, do people not lock yeah. doors? Like, especially weird, but, for but like houses for sale. Like, yeah, I just have so, so many like, issues with this movie. It doesn't make sense. So after, <laughs> after, after uh, Corey gets confronted by the mom, he just walks up by himself. It gets bullied again by these kids who are just now straight up murderers, basically at this point in the movie. Uh, oh, and, okay. And I was just going to say, then he gets thrown down and uh, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden gets like, you know, uh, dragged into a cave by Michael Myers. But Michael Myers 
sees something in him and decides to let him live. What, Adam, you're about to say something else, but I was also then just going to ask you what you thought about, you know, Michael's, like the, the actual usage of Michael in this movie. Because like I said before, I don't actually have a problem with that in and of itself. Um, I mean, I, I want to say, well, my first thing I was going to say was that transitive property, Corey gets mm-hmm. beat up by the band kids. And later in the movie, uh, Corey beats up Michael Myers and steals his mask. So by transitive property, Michael Myers would get beat up by a bunch of high schoolers. Um, yeah, I, I like the idea of a washed Michael Myers, though. I was like <laughs> laughing about that at, in that first scene. I was like, yeah, like if we're supposed to like say this is all real time and we're going straight from original Halloween and skipping over the other others to get to the two, Halloween 2018 with, you know, like Michael Myers should be like in his what, 60s or 70s at this point? Like, yeah, he makes, I mean, yeah, he's superhuman in a lot of earlier incarnations of himself and even in this franchise, but it's like at a certain point, maybe he is going to get old. And I, I, I kind of got it, I kind of thought that was funny. Michael Myers, his wife left him so he could go three and five with the Bucks for one last year. Hmm. But yeah, but, uh, oh, but sorry, like, the dumb thing about the dumb, the dumb thing about that I, again, like I said, I have so many nitpicks that I just can't get over all of them. One mm-hmm. of them is that like, so it see, I, I could totally buy the idea of Michael Myers being washed. He's like not really killed anyone for far too long. But it at this point, it's actually only been but, a year. But it doesn't make sense because. Why is he washed after not killing anyone for like a year or two or three years? Even though they, it just doesn't make sense. He's washed, but he gets power from killing people because we see him kind of kill that cop and he gets like re rejuvenated a little bit. But like they say, like that homeless guy in the movie says that people have been disappearing in that area. And if that, if he needs to kill people for energy, then why wasn't he washed after spending 40 years in? Uh, institution he got he broke out of that in the original movie and he was fine and you know immediately went back to killing people like it's like they're trying to have their cake and eat it too try to have it both ways there so that's one of the several nitpicks i just didn't like i don't think they ever outright say that like oh yeah he's totally washed but like i think it's implied i don't know um so i didn't like that i wasn't wasn't a fan of that yeah i mean i think if you put any 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 of it under enough of a microscope you're gonna find stuff that uh this doesn't make a ton of sense, but like, I think again, like I, in a vacuum, I don't mind like where they were kind of going with it. I just don't think they like, I don't think they told Corey's story well enough for it to like make total sense. Just how quickly in sync he is with Michael. Like they, they spend too much time setting him up to be kind of like a nice guy to then just like make that jump. Yeah. And, uh, and I, and I, I think they want to make, I feel like if anything, like they've tried to make the town a character in these movies, even maybe mm-hmm. more so than it was in the earlier movies. You could correct yes. me on that. Cause it's been a long time since I've seen the others. Like they're trying to set it up a little bit. The town is, I mean, much to the movie's detriment, a character in, in Halloween kills. Cause I mean, we talked a lot about how like they were just really, really stupid for a lot of that movie and just kept going about trying to kill Michael so in the dumb. stupidest ways. What, and what's, just, what's funny. What's funny though, is that now after seeing Halloween ends, I'm like, ah, Halloween kills wasn't too bad. Wasn't oh, so no, bad. No, I know. I, I still like, I still, I still, I think I like Halloween ends more but like uh but like they, they did that there and here it's like i think you have people popping up like well, what one of the original kids they got babysat is like you know uh or maybe a couple of them i think are pop up in this movie and uh and and and, and then also you just kind of have like just in general well one thing that bothered me was just like as as well adjusted as it seems like Lori is compared to like how she was when we met her in the 2018 movie 
like the whole town just kind of hates her now. It's weird. Like they keep talking shit about her whenever she's around, like just kind of blaming her for Michael, like being around as if like, mm -hmm. and that seemed like it kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, like, mm -hmm. it, and I think they just wanted to have something to kind of like bond her to Corey a little bit more when there really wasn't a lot of context for that. But then it's like, it also kind of makes sense. Like interesting, like how they might turn some ire towards Corey. Cause you get that. Uh, why they might when you know the kid was involved in the death of a little uh, a younger person and it's like all right this town has gone through it they're gonna like you they, they, i mean they are obviously upset with all the different traumas they've been through and they're gonna find scapegoats for that it just it didn't it seemed like it came a little out of nowhere based on they weren't treating Lori like that the last couple of movies uh but here it's yeah. like they're, they're treating they're treating Corey like this and i in theory you get it how it could be a self-fulfilling prophecy and how he's just going to kind of give in after people keep talking about him like that but like I again, I just think that like the it, it seems like they they sp spent a lot of time just kind of like showing him still being kind of a nice down on his luck guy who then in theory has a good thing happen to him with this with this girlfriend that he doesn't really deserve, and then all of a sudden it's like all right, I stared Michael Myers in the eyes, and now now I'm just like a washed Michael Myers in the eyes, but who, who's somehow still very inspiring to him. Just does it just just doesn't track to me, and like that's like the biggest storytelling gripe I have with the whole enterprise. So I think one of the big things that they did mm -hmm. was stick to a theme, and by that I mean like everyone, everyone was misunderstood, and everyone is connected because they are misunderstood. Like, mm -hmm. and they did that even with the high school jock, where it was like, oh, actually, like, his dad's over here, like, being neat to him, like, oh, this is the only way he knows how to act. He's misunderstood, and Michael is so misunderstood, and Corey is so misunderstood, and Laurie Stroud is so <laughs> misunderstood, and obviously, like, that's how that connection between laurie and allison and Corey all kind of connects where the outcasts were misunderstood mm -hmm. but like everybody is like we get it yeah. like good on them for being consistent you know and Corey and michael myers have like their moment of connection because they're kindred spirits because i don't know they're both misunderstood mm-hmm and so, like, yeah, yeah, I get it. That's how they connected all of these characters and why they had empathy for each other and blah, blah, blah. But at least something was consistent in this movie. Uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I feel like it aspired to something more interesting than Halloween Kills, which like felt like it wanted to say something about mob mentality, but didn't really know what it was trying to do by that. Is like. I could kind of like saying, oh, this can kind of like be a bad thing, but it didn't really think any further. It didn't really think any harder than that general vague idea. Whereas here I, I saw more of something and I just didn't like everything else it did to like try and achieve that. But I fully understood like, kind of like what they were trying to do, which I think is why I'm not quite as down as on it as I was on Kills. It's just it is in a way almost more frustrating just to actually see the outline of a good movie and to see it fail to get there. Whereas I didn't even see that much in um halloween kills uh, one thing I, I i i i don't know and it's also again it speaks to the quality of the movie that all three of us thought about rewatching parts of it because i think it's been over it's been a week since you watched it it's been two weeks since i've watched it and i um and, and i'm I just, very like, glad i didn't spend money on it 
I'm very glad I didn't spend money on it. <laughs> oh, you mean just because it was part of your AMC subscription as opposed to like? Uh... No, we watched it on Peacock. We didn't. Oh, even... you didn't even go. You didn't I'm go so to the glad theater. we didn't even spend the time to drive to the theater. Well, yeah, and totally fair. I mean, I live much closer to the theater than you guys do, so I don't blame you. And I and I did not like this movie, so I don't blame you at all. I I saw it in the theater. I did see it with friends, and like I think there's something too like seeing a horror movie in a theater and I, I don't know how I, I don't think it was super crowded because we, i went we went at like 140 on like the first saturday but like there was it was probably like at least half full and uh you know when you see horror movies in crowded theaters i've this this year with a lot of the ones that have come out i've have a bigger appreciation for like why it's fun to watch horror movies in the crowd so i think that probably helped my experience also too probably compared to your guys to like see it with some people who you could like have these reactions with but like again it's been two weeks since i've seen it so or 15 days since I've seen it as of our recording. So I, that, that could be part of what I'm not remembering. But like, I don't really remember any, like, especially like uh, really super interesting kills in this movie beyond after the opening scene. I know there's the thing at the junkyard, which I think someone, what, doesn't someone like kind of get run over uh, mm -hmm. by like the tow truck or whatever. And then there's and then stuck the under with, the fence. Yeah. But like, yeah, I guess that that that's kind of the spiked fence getting pressed. That was something. And then that when that nurse gets he, killed uh, in the well, doctor's he, in, house, in the, in the junkyard, he like uh, Corey like welds the the kid, the bully, like kills him with like a well, like a, a torch. Blow torch, like, right? Blow okay. Torch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was, was that was that was pretty okay. something. Yeah, that was. Yeah, so I, okay. I want to like at least try and think back on that, but like, and the, I guess yes. Yeah, so Maybe they're just trying to be too clever. With the kills, uh, I, 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 I wouldn't even necessarily be my criticism. I was just like, is was it were any of them memorable enough? And I guess, and the, I, I guess the, they, they the kind of were in the moment. The, the nurse getting killed and like pinned up on the walls are homage to the original, which I can appreciate. Mm, okay, yeah. So I guess they had some stuff going for it in that regard. Like it's, you know, it, no, that hasn't been the problem with necessarily any of these movies, and it, it at least did that interestingly enough. Though it's it's all with a caveat that I just wasn't really like totally buying Corey as a character throughout uh, most of it anyway. Um, I was also really frustrated, like, throughout this movie with false anticipation. So, like, shows my, you know, Disney person that, like, false anticipation. <laughs> like, think when you're riding Splash Mountain, you go, like, up, up, up. Like, you think you're like, oh, God, it's time for the big drop. And then you just get a little whoop. Like, I feel like that was the whole movie. I'd go, like, up, up, up. And just, like, an itty-bitty little drop. Not anything satisfying. Um so, like, for example, like the Halloween party, where it's like mm -hmm. he left the mask, and I was like, ooh, like, is somebody else going to come in, like, with his mask, and, you know, blah, 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 um, and it built, 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 and then it's like, he left the party and then was bullied by teenagers. Like, it was such, like, a anticlimactic, just build, 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 and boop. I think it's kind interesting. I mean, th there are smart ways in which movies can kind of play with your expectations like that. Adam really, really, a movie, I, I did not like it. I think Adam really liked the, uh, uh, really liked the Scream reboot earlier this year a lot more than me. Uh, but like, remember the scene in that movie, Adam, with the, with the refrigerator door? I do. And I think, I think there's certain ways like that where it can like build anticipation in a fun way because it's playing on audience expectations. Uh, Barbarian was similar with, you know, the staircases and all that. Like, I kind of mm -hmm. like that where it can like, just kind of screw with the timing a little bit maybe it should lead to something but like there are fun teases because they know that we're expecting certain things when we see those uh the those kind of shots in horror movies i do appreciate that uh but like i can also like i i can also see what kayla's saying where it's like all right well, like 
you know, if you're going to tease us, at least have a better payoff. And there, I don't know if there are a whole lot of like satisfying payoffs in Halloween ends. Mm-hmm. There was something I wanted to I wanted to mention that you, you said earlier, yeah. again, like I said, my biggest issue kind of comes down to like so many things that I just can't get past. You mentioned like mm-hmm. Laurie Strode being well adjusted in this movie. And it's like, let me again, let me get this straight. So Michael Myers is in an institution for 40 years and Laurie Strode mm-hmm. spends that time being a recluse. Um, becoming a survivalist. Becoming a survivalist, like building a house designed to trap Michael Myers and kill him. Then when he does break out 40 years after the original killing spree, he goes on his two killing sprees in the first two movies, kills her daughter. And then now you're going to tell me she's, she's just doing chill. well. And, and then she, she, he, and he, he doesn't get caught. He like mm-hmm. he kills like half the town in a killing spree, escapes and disappears. Now she journals. in the area, and now she journals and bakes pies, and it's just like chilling. How in the, why in did, the why center she, of town? Yeah, why did that? Shouldn't that have been in reverse? Like maybe she was well adjusted in the beginning. She should have been well adjusted in the beginning, and then you know after half the town is murdered and butchered, and her daughter is killed, then she becomes a survivalist who's hell bent on killing Michael Myers. I, it just doesn't make again. It doesn't make any sense if you think about it for more than like a half a second, and it just drives me nuts. It's stuff like that just drives me nuts because it, it just doesn't make sense. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, again, I that's why I was saying. I think I just think. I mean, I I don't know. I that's why I think a lot of my problems are like with the writing, and it's like I feel like these guys. Why reboot it? If why reboot the 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 franchise in the way they did if you're not gonna get like basic stuff like that right you know what i mean like uh you gotta like get you gotta get laurie strode's characterization right it feels like it maybe should have been leading to her being well adjusted at the end of this as opposed to like being in a good place based on the events of halloween kills mm-hmm. um and i just think that like they it's, it's just clear that like they didn't really i mean there should have been like a couple more drafts of this movie i guess i don't know before they actually started shooting it though i feel like kayla i, w- I want to give you one more chance to kind of talk about some of your other frustrations because it seemed like you had some problems with the editing and the continuity in general you were talking about just getting frustrated reading the wikipedia and seeing hearing about their production schedule were there other just like other moments that you think just didn't really make sense and uh do you think that the movie could have just like done a better job of being consistent in its storytelling so at this point, I think just watching the movie was a complete fear dream because it was so not memorable. Um, mm. I remember how bad it was. I remember that I had a hard time paying attention to it because it just it was it was very, very disjointed. The timeline was it felt very disorganized, not very clear. Um, and then when I, you know, reading the Wikipedia, it they shot it all in let's see like four months and then they did reshoots in june and then they're like having this ready for production in october super i don't know if that's super uncommon if you just have a few certain parts you need to reshoot uh they did most they they probably shot and edited most of the stuff from early 2022 like Uh, and i do i understand everything with covid but like it all feels rushed and now looking mm. at the production schedule i'm like of course it felt rushed like this is crap like it wasn't i mean you know how we feel about horror movies like it wasn't given the respect it deserves from being an established franchise like an established franchise for almost 50 years Um, it wasn't scary adam no i I didn't think it was scary i don't think it was tense i i like like i said the first season first scene was good and after that it was kind of 
boring. Like it wasn't, I didn't feel like we watched it again. We watched it at home, but like we, you know, we tried to set the mood. We tried to turn out the lights, like, you know, watch it at night and it wasn't scary at all. And like, I'm not pretending like, you know, I, I'm not saying I get scared of every, you know, little horror movie or any little jump scare, but like nothing was surprising really. Nothing was scary or tense. I just was kind of, like, like Kayla was saying, it's kind of bored. Yeah. And like, I mean, like I was saying, you know, earlier before we started recording, like people really love bad, scary movies. Like they really do. And I don't think anybody's going to love this one. Like one of my favorite scary movies is Ghost Ship. And if you look it up on IMDb, it has like a 16%. Um, And I love it. And, you know, think of the cult classic kind of horror films. None of them are particularly good, but people love them. Like I, I love, I adore Rocky Horror Picture Show, but if you watch the movie for like plot, you're like, this is chaotic. Like, I'm not sure if this is good or not. And I, I love that movie. And, you know, the whole idea of the B-horror movies being, you know, something that's very beloved. Well, these are aspiring to something it. more than that, but they're, they're not even aspiring to be a B-mon. They're aspiring just to be a good one. It doesn't, and I guess your point is it doesn't even really, it, it didn't even fail at a point where it could be that. Um, yeah, it wasn't it, even it? so, it wasn't even so bad that it was enjoyable bad. It was just bad. <laughs> yeah, well, and I also, it's like, I don't, I didn't really look up the entire uh, production timeline all that but i feel like the you know i think it, obviously this stuff got delayed at least somewhat by covid you know because the first one did so well in 2018 and then Wait. we didn't see another one until 2020 it gets worse okay so they did test screenings right and the original final confrontation was discarded they like were like no thank you and they reshot in august so why why did what so how did they how did Lori just know that like Faking suicide was going to get him to show up. Right? Like, I didn't yeah, understand. That wait, sense. wait, hold on. It was decided that the film's conclusion should be more modest and intimate as opposed to super noisy and aggressive. We're talking Michael Myers here. We're talking a slasher movie. But they didn't want it to be noisy and aggressive. Does it, does it Are you say what freaking the original, kidding me? Does it say what the original ending was? No, it just says, like, after several test screenings, um, the original final was discarded it just right. it, august uh, it premiered october 10th are you freaking kidding me mm -hmm. i want it to be modest and intimate no slasher well, slasher I mean, I, well, I, well, I, well i'm not sure what you're getting mad about you're saying that like they're, they're saying they wanted it to be they're saying well you're saying the reshoots were because they wanted it to be more modest or less modest no, because I wanted it to be more modest and more oh, intimate, oh, 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 as okay. opposed well, I mean, to the so, noisy so you're and you aggressive. Did, well, I mean, I don't know if I necessarily needed a lot more kills at the end. I just wanted what was on the screen to make more sense, um, and it 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 it, it, just, it just didn't to me. Like I said, I don't understand what the plan was. It's like if you're going to make some big plan to finally kill Michael Myers, it'd be nice if you actually put some thought into that. It just didn't really like it didn't track for me. Um, and Speaking then it's of like, how it they killed Michael Myers, like. Bring it. Well, they also well they also had the thing where Cor like I mean he just shows up later after she's already like kind of killed Corey in order Corey's like framed her for his death and they they uh, Lori's already had all these um already had all this uh conflict with Allison about how she's 
not, not approving of Corey and Allison shows up and it looks like she's killed Corey. And then it's not really like, there's never like a resolution with them on that when it's like, you get why she would just kind of assume Lori did that because she's been well because it's a love story, obviously. Oh, no, no, I'm <laughs> saying you you don't understand. We we don't understand how Allison and Lori get back to a good place when it's just like like does she what what happens to make Allison understand that why Lori had to do that? It's just kind of glosses over it. It's not taking it's not really taking any time to properly tell what should be if that's the love story, and then Lori kind of kills Allison's love story. We don't understand how they get to a good, okay place at the end. Like, I get why Allison wants to be Hadfield. Yeah. Like, what, what was it that, like, because uh, it was Will Patton who calls uh, Allison and is like, we got a call about a reported suicide at, you know, your your grandma's house. Like, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, I guess I better turn around then. Like, <laughs> uh, and, and oh, that's another thing that we were, we were laughing I mean, about. That could, that, be, like, that could be a little, that could be small town, though. Yeah. I it's like, it's hey, fun. we got I, a call to your grandma's place. Well, like, I, I mean, we, we, were joking about this when we, were, we were joking about it when we were watching it that like Lori has time in the time she calls like calls 911 and reports her air quote suicide then battles it out with Corey basically kills him um Allison comes to the house sees that runs away gets halfway across town comes back they battle and duke it out with Michael Myers and Please then the police arrive. But then the police get there after they kill Michael Myers, and it's like, did did you stop for donuts? Like, what what's going on here? <laughs> again, another another again another not like you know some grand critique or anything. Just another nitpick that again just was like, this is ridiculous. Um, guys, that's about all I got on this. Uh, Kayla, is there anything else about Halloween Kills we didn't already touch on that you wanted to talk about? Just don't watch it. Don't waste your time. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, if someone like made it all the way to this point and they uh, somehow didn't watch it, then I think we've pretty well explained why they don't really feel that they, we watched it. So they didn't have to. Uh, Adam, anything else you want to say about it? That Any other thoughts? Yeah, I mean, like if you like the franchise, then go ahead. But like there's just there's so many other good horror movies that came out this year. Uh, X, Scream, Smile, uh, Barbarian. I haven't seen Pearl yet, unfortunately, but I need to. And I'm sure that's much better. Like, uh there's so many other good horror movies that came out this year or thrillers. Like, Barbarians or on HBO Max now. So if you missed that, it? like, and it's, yeah, I think it actually came to Max already. So nice. Um, nice. I, I, I need to see Pearl still, but like, this has been a great year for horror movies. I'm sure I'm forgetting a bunch like this. Or you was, could just rewatch all of the scream franchise. Or you could rewatch <laughs> all of scream. Like I will be doing in the next couple of days, even though tomorrow's Halloween, there's just so many good horror movies out there to watch that new ones that came out this year. Like Halloween ends is probably the worst horror movie I've seen this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, did, did you guys see Malignant last year? No, no we still no. haven't. Ooh, watch Malignant. That's on HBO Max too. I just saw it when I clicked on Barbarian on that. Um, not that I mean, I mean, I hadn't officially moved on to the uh, moved on to the recommendations portion of the podcast, but I just remember not ever actually talking to you guys about that. And I I really love Malignant. Um, I so if you guys are just looking for something else to watch when you're doing all your horror movie watching, uh recommend that but i mean you guys as you guys always do though you take a lot of time in this time of year to do your own little spooky season watch list uh kayla whether it be off of that list or just anything else you've been watching recently is there anything else you would like to recommend to the listeners um if you want fun halloween watch which i guess i'd be a little you know after halloween but in terms of like you know fun and spooky uh see if there is a local production of the rocky horror picture show it's so fun to have that experience if you've never had it before. And, you know, 
didn't get to go to one this past weekend because usually I go with Adam and he was out of town for work. But I've been to probably about 10 live productions because it's a really fun experience. If you want another like fun and cheeky, scary movie, you know, air quote scary movie, definitely check out like Elvira. Um, fantastic. She's hilarious. So there's that. And, you know, I hate to break it to Adam here on the podcast where everyone can find out his reaction, but guess what Tuesday means? Christmas movie season. Uh, Adam, you're not a Christmas movie guy. You're just like, it, it, Kayla just goes too hard on it for you, your taste. Look, look, we're Jews here. You're outnumbered, Kayla. Uh, I uh, Hallmark a- and Lifetime are now doing Hanukkah movies as well. No, thank you. Um, No, but like there's some Christmas, Christmas movies that I do like, but a lot I'm of saying, I'm saying, I'm, even though I'm not a music guy, I'm definitely more of a Christmas music guy than I'm a Christmas I, movie I'm guy. not. Absolutely not. There's like three really? Christmas songs I like. Yeah. There's like three mm. that I actually enjoy. And it's Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC. Yes, and and uh, <laughs> Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen. And that might be it. Um, might be mm. one other one. Um, and then as far as like, I guess, things that I would recommend, like I said, there's a bunch of horror movies out there that came out recently that are really good. Um, and then something that's not a horror movie, but it's scary because it's over. Um, I don't know what Kayla just mouthed at me, but I was going to recommend watching the new season. The House of season the Dragon. Of. Oh, yeah, House of the Dragon. Um, That's not what I was going to say, but yes, House of the Dragon's excellent. And also the last season of Dairy Girls dropped on Netflix uh, earlier this month. Excellent show. Very sad it's over. Um, So highly recommend all of those things. Did you guys already watch season three? Yeah, yeah, we did. Okay. Like I the saw, day it I, dropped. It, yeah, it came out like a few days before I left for Italy, and then I downloaded a few on my iPad, and I just didn't get around to watching it during my travels. So I still need, I still got that to look forward to at some point in the next couple of weeks. Um, it's the only other recommendation I'd make it I've made at the moment. I'll save some more for my other upcoming episodes. Is on on, on my flight over to Italy, I watched RRR, which is on Netflix, and Daniel Lima had just been like bought, really trying to like push me to watch it. Wait, um, the letter just, R or the verb R? three the letter three times um though okay. it yeah and it's a uh, it's it's indian uh an indian movie about you know uh, just very very like vast movie and about about some different guys that uh, about it's it's just an incredible action movie that just like doesn't light up even though it's like three hours long it does not drag at all and it's, it's very expansive about a lot of things but are you know are about british occupied india and some and in some um actual native people there that have to come together to you know uh save a girl and like kind of save some people from some like really uh some really bad white people and uh I'll, I'll I'll leave it at that for now and let everyone else kind of explore that explore that movie because I'd heard a bunch of great stuff about it over all year. It's just I I, I kind of missed out on seeing it in oh. theaters and it's hard to just then find time to watch a three hour movie. But when you're on an eight hour flight, you know that's not a bad time to watch a three hour movie. So I did, and uh, Daniel got to say I told you so. So um, check out RR. I'm hoping you get some foreign language love at the Oscars, and I don't I don't understand how I don't think anyone could not be entertained watching it. Adam, before we sign off, anything you want to plug personally, social media wise, anything like that. Um, you can follow me at AB Lichtenstein on Twitter, uh, where get all my thoughts on Miami Hurricanes football, uh, for better or worse. Um, and also just like whatever pops into my head. A lot of Taylor Swift tweets lately. Also recommend her new album, Midnight's. It's excellent. So go listen to that. Yeah, that was one thing I actually did take the time to do while I was in uh, Italy. Um uh kayla is usually a, a blank slate on the personal social media promotion so i'll just go ahead and say i'm at josh Jurnovoy, j-o-s-h-j-u-r-n-o-v-o-y on both twitter and letterbox podcast emails realmoviepod at gmail.com podcast twitter is at realmoviepod uh coming up next on the podcast uh 
if I find someone that was willing to take the time to do it, I might do an episode on Black Adam. But then uh, after that, I will be doing one on Tar. And yeah, not exactly sure the order of everything else that's coming out, but like, you know, plenty of other stuff that has been that will be coming as we finally get more into the heart of award season because October was actually a little bit light on that stuff compared to what's normally there. But uh, like I said, I know for sure at least at least one on tar and I just got to guilt someone into doing one on Black Adam. So uh, we'll see um, that. So uh, thanks again to Adam and Kayla for joining me. Thanks to everyone for listening and we'll see you next time.